With MailChimp, you get a whole lot more than a URL. You get an all-in-one marketing platform to help drive sales. That means you can connect your data to make more informed, smarter decisions. And you get powerful automation tools like our customer journey builder to ensure you never miss an opportunity to turn shoppers into loyal customers. So if you're ready to integrate your marketing and boost sales, get started today at MailChimp.com slash smart marketing. MailChimp, built for growing businesses. And welcome back to Paper Movies, a novelization book club. Uh, we're your hosts. I'm Adam and joined by Matthew and Jeremy. So thank you all so much for joining us today. How's everyone doing today? How are you guys? Doing fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, today we're going to be talking about the novelization to Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark. And... Uh, it was written by, was it Campbell Scott? Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right, Campbell Scott. And so, Campbell Black. Campbell Campbell Black, right. <laughs> I was thinking about, who was that, the actor, Campbell Scott? <laughs> anyway, um, well, so we're just going to, uh, I'll go ahead and uh, give the uh, synopsis. Well, after a failed archaeological find, Indiana Jones is you know, hired to go on a mission to look for the lost Ark. And, and uh, he's spe- more, uh, you know, he's hired to find it before the Nazis do, before they can give it to Adolf Hitler. And, and along the way, he meets an old flame named Marion. So, and, you know, we find out just how <laughs> good she is about not getting kidnapped or, you know, being the damsel. So, uh, but yeah, just kind of diving into it. Like, what did you guys think of this book? Jeremy, would you like to go ahead and start? Yeah, I thought it was a breath of fresh air after what we read last month. The oh, book. Yes. Oh, yes. We needed a little victory. <laughs> you know, this is the best thing we've read so far on here. I think. Yeah. Um, I was a little worried. I had never heard of Campbell Black. And this was something someone gave me, and it just got thrown in a container for like a year. And then um, when uh, Adam suggested we do Raiders of the Lost Ark, I was like, okay. It's one of the fastest reads we've done on here. Yes, yes. it's It was also like one of the smoothest, like... I mean, it is, it is kind of short, but it's also like small print on a full page. So... That's if it was printed today, if it was printed today on the normal sized like paperback book, I have a feeling it would probably be um, maybe hitting 300 pages. You think? Well, yeah, they would expand it out. They call it an expanded edition and they wouldn't actually be expanded. Right. It's just uh, (laughs) the font expanded to be a little bit bigger. But yeah, I agree with you. This was a fantastic read. It did. It was smooth. Uh, It's like when you start reading, you'd like, for me, I always kind of glance ahead and like, oh man, this chapter's thirty pages. Ugh. Yeah, but, but they fly by. Right. Yeah. It you just... get sucked into the story. Like the, to me, the whole like chapter one was incredible. Uh huh. Um, you something that people should know. There's more dialogue in this than um, the movie. There's more telling and not showing. Uh, but it works to this book's credit because Campbell Black writes some really good dialogue in here. Also, we get to see 
an earlier draft of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are certain things that have been discussed, uh, I think, by George Lucas and Steven Spielberg about Indy's alcoholism mm-hmm. is brought up in this a little bit. His womanizing with like his uh, students. Yeah, I was just like <laughs> earlier draft. I remember reading that. I was just like, uh, uh, oh, yeah. Some of the stuff was a little weird with the whole uh, his past, which uh, we'll get. Yeah, into that that's the only bad part. Yeah, because that's guessing... a George thing, though. That's in the the timeline. That that's that's not Campbell Black. That's George Lucas. Okay. Okay. Uh, George Lucas had this had this whole outline of Indy's entire life for young Indiana Jones and he probably had it before then probably around Temple of Doom because Temple mm. of Doom is a prequel to this um, because Indy's born in like 1899 and he had his uh, whole life outlined to the 80s uh, which is weird to think about. Yeah, it is. It is kind of confusing when you really think about the, the time difference and how all this stuff works out. Yeah, it there's um there's some ties to this with Belloc, Belloc's character that yeah. we're going to flush out in the young Indiana Jones series that we start to see little hints of it in this book. Yeah, I noticed they were kind of going more into depth about Belloc and like and it was just like you get this hint that like he it's like it's his goal in life is just to out like out Matt outwit Indiana Jones like any and chance he gets the stuff which which like, kind of like to, to start from uh, like chapter one, like I said, brilliant chapter. It was action-packed it was intense you're like sitting on the edge of your seat like all the stuff that's going on like i was glued to the pages as we're going through like the we're in south america right going to some ancient uh pyramid or uh temple that's out in the the, temple yeah out out in the forest he's got to try to find this uh this golden idol and like the guys that he's with his uh uh, what do you call them his guides or he doesn't trust them at all and they some of them get scared. They flee the other guy. He he betrays him. Um, but I love how how intense it was because like I, I forgot like with this paper movie stuff. Let's be clear. A lot of the movies I haven't seen that I'm going to be reading. I, mean, I did see Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay, can't remember a thing about it. Even reading it, I'm like I don't remember any of this stuff. So it was like a fresh in my brain like first experience pretty much, and it was incredible. I loved it. Um, and the little twist at the end of chapter one, when Jones, he's like, oh, yeah, Jones, he got it. Then that Belloc shows up, the Frenchman, and he just takes it. He's like, that's mine. And then he has all these tribal people get Jones, you know, and Jones has to flee. And that's, that's when we get into where his like his arch nemesis, uh, it's not just Belloc, but uh, snakes is when he gets on that escape, his, his airplane to fly yeah. him out. There's a snake on the plane. Uh, and he's like, ah, snakes. So we get that little, uh, nice little fun thing that pays off in the end of the book as well, too. When he's, uh, well, he's in the well of souls, right? It's just, just full, full of snakes. snakes. Yeah, yeah. It's just I was more annoyed with Belloc and this uh, 
novel than I was in the film because, you know, like in the film, like he's not, you know, as, you know, emphasized, I guess is the proper term for it. But it's just, it's just like, he's, he's, it's like, he's just waiting. Like Indiana Jones should be out in three, two, one. Like, okay, here he is. Okay. I'm going to take that. Thank you. I know you just did all the hard work and almost died like four times, but I'm going to take that. Bye-bye. You know? Yeah. Yeah. He's a jerk. He's uh, letting Jones do the hard work. In well, chapter one and in the end. Um, in my opinion, the movie of Raiders, it's one flaw. Aside from there, there'd be a little bad special effects in Raiders. Raiders is the best effects of all the movies, which is weird because it's the oldest. But uh, the antagonists in the movie are very one dimensional. Uh, in the book, they're very flushed out. Um, with the first half of the book, Odd chapters will be about what Indy's doing, even chapters, what the Nazis are doing, and their steps to get the Ark. And I really like that. It made it like a race to get the Ark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, kind of going off that, um, uh, the uh, villains, um, I was going to say, like, I was a little bit more intimidated by the, the Nazi, uh, a tote. Was yeah. I was more intimidated by him in this book than I was in the film. Like, cause it was probably, it was just, I mean, I was just reading about like how he was like, you know, trying to intimidate Mary and uh, like, pardon me. I was just like, Ooh, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. To me, the Bellic, he was such a creep, you know, oh, yeah. like just the way that he was always there. Like after Jones does the work, he's like, ah, that's mine. <laughs> but with a French, we, 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 that's a mine. Um, <laughs> No, but then he was also the way he treated Marion was really creepy. Oh, yeah, her, his uh, oh, yeah, there was, her. yeah, there was like this weird sexual tension that that just came out of nowhere in the book. You're like, wait, it, it, because they, they took I, I think that was in the early screen the screenplay, and Steven Spielberg changed it to the drinking contest because notice how she has the drinking contest in the book, and then it doesn't go anywhere, there's no payoff. But in the movie, she has a drinking contest with Belloc, and then she finds out that he's a wino, and it's his vineyard that they're they're drinking. Really? Fun thing in the movie, yeah. A totally different scene, and he's more sympathetic towards her in the movie than he is in the book. In the book, he's straight up manipulating her, and he's, like, putting the moves on her, and he's like, you know, they'll and they'll yeah. torture you if you don't give them the, what they want. And at the end, he's like, at the end of the book, he's like reflecting on the way he treated her. He's like, I don't know, why did I uh, treat her with any sort of respect? She's nothing to me. Well, yeah, because the arc's taking over. Yeah. Like, being yeah. by the power. Yeah. He, which he, uh, he definitely was obsessed with that power. I was going to mention that going back to something Jeremy said about the effects and everything. Um, that was like one of the things that I was like, they didn't really... Uh, touch on too much in the book. It was just like, it just mentioned that like briefly like, Oh, and you know, the uh, Nazis and Bellic, you know, or like the Nazis, like, you know, all turned to skeletons, like just like that. But like in the movie, like it's like you, it's, it's a like, stop motion effect. It's, it's basically every trick in the book at the time. Um, but it's like yeah. very emphasized in the movie, but in the book, it's just like, oh, like, oh yeah, and you know that happened. Yeah. So yeah, which it's funny that you did the snap because like the way I imagine this happening was kind of like how they did it with that 
Endgame, uh, the Avengers Endgame, was when oh, yeah. you know, everybody just started turning to dust. It's kind of like how I envisioned in this book when everybody started to die. The power of God was released, and um, everybody just starts to their eyes just fall out of their face, and then they just get dusted, pretty much. Still nasty. It was. It was disturbing. It was. It was terrifying. Hearing yeah, what I mean, in the movie, it's it's more disgusting, in my opinion. Yeah. Where they just melt, and it's just uh, layers upon layers of makeup, and as the, their faces like just melt, hmm. and then their heads explode. Yeah, <laughs> it's a really cool effect. There was actually an issue of Star Wars Insider that explained how that effect was made. No, I became not afraid of that because that scared the bejesus out of me as a small child. Yeah. I watched Raiders and Last Crusade a whole lot as a kid. And see Temple of Doom until I was like 14 because my parents just hate that one. We owned it on VHS and just never watched it. But like because they were completionists, I guess. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean the book the, the, the creepiest stuff that I found in the whole book, like creepier than Belloc, creepier than the Nazis, was Indiana Jones himself and his um affair with a 15 year was she 15 it was 15 so i had always assumed because she said in the movie she says she was a child i assumed she was 18 and because i i knew he was like in his late he had to have been in like 28 like they said in the book um and because like he was friends with her father but he was also like his her father's protege so he mm -hmm. had to be like a little older yeah yeah but 15 yeah, yeah. i was kind of like grossed out by that part because yeah that's I was doing the same thing i was thinking like okay well maybe maybe she was 15 and maybe he was like 17 18 but then yeah it, like then you find out it's like oh wait he's actually a doctor and a teacher and you know yeah and it was like ooh, i think that's called ooh. rape <laughs> yeah that's statutory so that's that's the the creepiest part about the whole thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why we needed to get into that. <laughs> like, like it was a little, it was a bit TMI, and, and they dwell on that. Yeah, quite a bit in the middle of the book. Yeah. Like, oh, she's a woman now. Yeah. Like, yeah, you could have said that once. Yeah, and there's another like, creep like that scene where he like goes when they're staying at uh, his buddy's house. Uh, oh man, what was his name? Oh, um, Imam? no, not Imam. The uh, the other guy. Crap, he has a bunch uh, of kids. Henry Stavey's character. He has uh, a whole bunch of kids. Sala, Sala. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're at his place, and uh, she's like sleeping, and then Indiana Jones creeps into her room, and he like sits on her bed, and he's like, "Oh, she's a woman now. Do I like this? What am I doing? Why am I here?" He has that little moment, and then she wakes up. I think she wakes up, and she's like, oh, what are you He doing? was already awake. And she's like, denies him? Yeah, and he's like, all right. He's, he just, like, leaves, you know? I was going to – I can't remember this from the film, but I, I remember this part happening in the film, but not uh, not what you were talking about, Like, uh, but you are mentioning Sala. Like, like, I think the book was kind of, you know, go, going into um, – what that scene when uh, Belloc has, you know, Indiana Jones like surrounded at gunpoint and then all of Sala's kids just rush in there and just like 
wrap around him and protect yeah. him and thing like that. And it's and I think they I remember them mentioning that Sala told the kids to do that. Like you sent your kids in there. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> like, he has eleven of them. He, he has some to spare. Yeah, <laughs> probably sending all the bad ones. Yeah, oh guys. my gosh, that's mad. Just get in there and hope you don't get a bullet. So, but bad. I'm just like, and I read that I'm just like, wait, you actually told them to go in there and do that? Like when there's yeah. like rifles trained on him? Like what? I mean, there are some parts too, like towards the end when um, Indiana Jones he finds the Ark. He's uh, then he's captured. They're on this island. Belloc has the robe on and it's like some of the stuff is kind of weird when you, when you actually start to think about it okay it's like oh hitler needs the the ark of the covenant and he's like well people aren't gonna like this but uh there's gonna be a jewish witch ritual and they, yeah, they're gonna be surprised in the movie a little too where the uh the main Nazi dietrich is uncomfortable doing the ceremony because they're very anti-semitic I mean, obviously it's the nazi party um <sighs> And he's like, you don't, uh, Belloc's whole thing is like, we need to test this for Hitler when it's Belloc wants the power of the Ark. Yeah, okay, see, that's a good thing uh, that mentions. It didn't mention why Hitler wanted it, did he? He just said it belongs to the the Germany. Uh, it's in, they talk about it, I think, in the briefing that Hitler's just collecting these things for power okay. purposes. I was about okay. to say, it wasn't about power or something. Yeah, because I mean, in Last Crusade, they're after the Holy Grail. <laughs> the Nazis yeah. get the the Holy Grail. Although, once again, yeah. another villain is going to just take that and use it himself. Okay. Yeah, I just thought it was funny. It was like, oh, don't don't be doing any of those Jewish ritual stuff, uh, even though we want the Ark of the Covenant. You know, like uh, weird. Technically, it's a Christian artifact too. Well, yeah. Because I mean, yeah. I did like though how uh, Indiana Jones. I believe I remember him mentioning like he's not a really religious person, and then but like near the end, he's just like he's like hmm, <laughs> like maybe I do believe in this stuff. And then like I remember like then talking about like how he was saying like maybe we should close our eyes. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it said so on the uh, staff of Rob. That yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, That's right. That's the one thing I found a little goofy too. I mean, the book, as much as I like it, there I could pick out the flaws too if I really dig for it. The uh, the whole the in the fire when Marion's bar is on fire, and he, one of the Nazis grabs yeah, oh, the the, yeah. grabs the, it and it burns his hand. It horribly. burns into his hand, so they make a replica from the burn in his hand. Which also, well, that's in the movie too. But mm -hmm. I've always thought, how did his arm not rot off? Yeah, Look, they even got there. They're in Nepal, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, I, I thought that was a little goofy, but you know, the story overall paid off. It was a fun story. Yeah, it's a yeah. fun, it's a fun read. It's a fast-paced read. I kind of wonder if any of the other Nazis like went up to Tote just to see if it would happen. Like, hey, Tote, high five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that'd be the only time he got a high five is when his hand was burned, and he's like, ah, so. Oh. I was gonna ask, like, what is like the one thing that you? Uh, I think we may have already mentioned it, but like, what's the one thing that you were just like mostly disappointed in with the novel? Disappointed? Nothing. Nothing, or like, there's nothing that you guys like disliked about it at all. Oh, I mean, the whole Marion thing, like, 
dwelling on the the uh, the statutory. That was yeah. That yeah. was more of a uh, disappointment in the character. Yeah, and it was a weird. I mean, I guess it's to show that he's flawed. Yeah, I guess it's just. I think it would have been dated when this came out in '81, and it wouldn't have been okay. Yeah, and I think they were trying to go with it wasn't okay, but it should have just. It was already not okay that he's like he had um, a fling with his his supposed like best friend's daughter. That's that that's bad enough, and that should have been that should have just been enough there. But like the fact that she's underage, it's just it's not okay. Yeah, yeah, I feel the exact same way. And to me, like other than that, the character flaw and the, the weirdness with that was when Bella and Marion had that moment. It just came oh, out. Yeah. Of, it came out of nowhere. It, it was, just got like overly sexual really fast for it, two it, or three pages. It was like. Why did this sudden shift just happen? This is weird. Well, it was like Steve Perry started writing the novel. Yeah, it's like he was a... He was ghostwriting. Fallon, Fallon or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Fallon. And he threw a bathrobe. Yeah, so it just got weird. That's the one thing that like, if I really had to complain about, other than the age difference, um, is that weird sexual scene that happened for no no reason yep um other than that i i've already mentioned like other than that stuff um i think the only thing was like you definitely like when you see raiders like you definitely can tell this is an action movie but when you read this book it's definitely like not like all the action stuff like i said it's just like that but um it's more of a archaeological story and i i kind of appreciated that but um Mm -hmm. but at the same time just like ah man I i was hoping to read more about like like how the novelization was going to get like address like all the action stuff, like, you know, ending, like pulling a gun and like shooting that one guy with a sword or like the being chased oh, by the boulder. And that was the, the, uh, the shooting the sword that was in brawl. Yeah. I yeah. remember hearing that. Yeah. He was sick that day or something. Yeah. I, I was miserable. Good chunk of the Cairo shooting. There's yeah. and, um, I, or go ahead. It's like I said, like, or the Nazis melting everything like that was just like, you know, very, very brief. I'm just like, ah, well, okay. But other than that, yeah, the, and like, uh, the book I thought was like really, really good. It was just like, it was, it was very gripping too. Like, you know, it was like Matthew was um, mentioning, like, you know, you just picked it up and like, even though it was like, like a 30 page chapter, like, it's like you were just invested in like, and it just went by just like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember like when we first picked this book. What was it like? A couple of days into it, I was like, "I'm on chapter five. and then yeah. like, it's like that. It was like, "Oh man, it was just going by so fast." And then I slacked off. I just kind of put the book down and you know read some other stuff real quick. But then you know, didn't finish it today. I finished it a- earlier this week. Yeah, because I read most of this in one sitting. I mean, but it wasn't like one of those like the Predator, you know, that we did in previous things. It was like. Ugh, I'm gonna put it this off. Like this was like Dragon Slayer. We all finished on the same day, basically. Yeah, yeah. But even <laughs> with that one, it wasn't like, uh, I gotta read this again. It was just, I don't know. But this one was fun. I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, lot. I remember you uh, sending us a message, being like, "Yeah, I think I'm gonna beat you guys this time." And I'm just like, I remember when I'm just like, done. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, 
<laughs> Matthew sends a message. I only have 20 pages to go, and I had like 70, and I just sat and read the whole what was left in the day. Yeah. And it was like, like, oh God, it was like 10 o'clock at night, and I knew you two were in bed, and I was like, uh, you guys are probably asleep. But I've been Raiders. Yeah, there's like that time in like a video game. You're like driving, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm in first place. And then everybody goes around you and you're like, wait. And then you look up in the screen and there's like, you've been lapped. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> That's what it was like. No, but uh, yeah, Campbell Black, I think he did a great job. Uh, yeah, I agree. With writing the story. And, you know, like I said, I it's been a long time since I've seen the movie. I would like to revisit the movie, um, especially after reading it. You know, I don't know if uh, I can't say if the movie's better or the book is better. I wouldn't know. Um, now, but I would recommend this book for sure. As would I. As would I, too. Now, did Campbell Black write all of them or did he just write Raiders? He only wrote Raiders. That's what I was wondering. I couldn't, I was trying to look up the author and I. James Conn writes Temple of Doom. I know that. And he wrote Return of the Jedi. Hmm. That's true. He did. Yeah. Um, and oh gosh, I can't remember who wrote the other two, but it wasn't Campbell Black. I got a quick question for you guys. Um, we were kind of talking a little bit about Belloc um, and his portrayal in this novel. Um, I was going to ask, what did you guys think? Like, did you guys think that uh, Harrison Ford, like I know the book was written after, but um did you think that Campbell Black did a very good job capturing like Harrison Ford? Did you think, or did you like the movie version of Indiana Jones better than, or did you like the book better? Uh, I thought they were about on par. They were just different to a certain extent. I, I just envisioned Harrison Ford saying everything. So. Yeah. So did I. That, kind of the same too. Yeah. So um, uh, I was just kind of curious what you guys thought about that, but yeah, I kind of thought like, it's like it's like when you read a James Bond book or something like that. You just pick, put like Sean Connery or Daniel Craig to speak in the roles. Like, yeah, you're you're I easily able. Say so what? I don't do that at all. Oh. Because the Fleming books are so different. It's like a whole nother entity. Although I will say, more often than not, it's Timothy Dalton. Mm-hmm. If I do pick one, uh, because his stuff, a lot of his movies, they pull like the dark parts of those books. Mm-hmm. throw him in like license to kill he uh disagreed with something he, that ate him <laughs> but yeah i guess um i guess when what really helped though was like you see harrison ford on the cover so it's like it was easy also to put you know like yeah. his face and voice to all the words and everything so i think the cover's horrible i'll be honest with you oh yeah this cover i i mean mine's rotting off like yeah. every time i open this book part of it would fall off so yours is cool you've got the three in one book though mm-hmm. yeah i was just like i was yeah i i was bound and determined to like i didn't want to have to like search for all three of them because like i saw this at the bookstore and i was like i want that copy like right there and um i couldn't find it so i had to actually get it ordered from a bookstore in texas and it took like two weeks and then when i called them and tried to tra- track it they said like, oh, wait, I'm sorry. It's still in Texas. And so the manager of the store was just like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to get one expedited to you at no additional cost. And then the day after I got this one, the bookstore called me and said like, hey, your copy's in. I'm like, I was like somewhat tempted to go and be like, hmm, maybe I should see if I can get two copies of that book. <laughs> maybe we could have done like a giveaway or something. Yeah. With. yeah. Um, I'm just flipping through the book right now. And I, I landed on the part when uh, 
Marion's in her bar and Indiana Jones shows up and he says, Hiya, Marion. That was weird to me. Hiya. Hiya, Marion. I I was like, He just, uh, he walks in and it's the silhouette. It's super cool. But that's like a visual thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And she just like punches him in the face, which was great. (laughs) Yeah. You know? I mean, he did like after, like, after what he did and everything, like all these years apart and everything, he goes in and be like, Oh, Hey, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. I like the, the chapters. I like how it explained. It's just like the location of where they're at, which I, I dig. Yeah. That was also good. Except for there was two chapters in a row that said Cairo. Yeah. I do want to know how they got off the Island though, after the art. Um, yeah. I was everybody. wondering that too. They glance over that in the epilogue. Cause it's just like, they go to this island that's just full. Like, they get there on Nazi submarines, which that part was a little goofy too. Did he just like attached himself to a periscope of a submarine? And in the just, book, yes. In the movie, he sneaks into the submarine before it submerges. That like, would have been better. There. Yeah, I just, that was that was idiotic. Because like when I pictured in my head, because he never and he like didn't he fall asleep too. Then he woke up. He's like, oh, yeah. he's like, oh man. It's like, what if they just would have t- taken him under? He would have died. But I just like imagined it too. Like, oh, he's he attaches himself and he's so tired he passes out. And he it's like this like rod sticking up out of the water. I just pictured him like tied to it, just like you know, <laughs> kind of like Moby, like Ahab with Moby yeah, Dick or something like, like that. Flop down, just like going. <laughs> his arms like in the water. Loses his hat and his whip. Yeah. This is before the the whole last crusade thing and how they were like a sacred thing to them. Yeah, yeah. He even says that in the end, right? He's like, "I lost my favorite hat and my whip <laughs> and my whip." And I, we're not getting the ark. That that's a little cheesy. That was, was weird. I was actually somewhat tempted to wear the hat and whip that I had for uh, my Halloween costume of Indiana Jones last year, but I'm yeah, just like, that's, that's the new policy now. Moving forward, somebody has to dress up like the character in a book. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. But I do I do love um the last page. Yeah, where it has the uh explains of Han Solo. Yeah, of course you'd have that with the Harrison Harrison Ford uh well, yeah, this but, is the Lucas film, so it makes sense. Okay, I do have to ask though, like do you guys have movie shots or pictures from the film in no. your co- copies? Yeah, because I got nothing in mind. Yeah, which is kind of weird when you think about it. Back in these days, they usually would put... Uh, I was very thankful. Because yeah. every time they put those stupid pictures in, it's in the middle of a chapter, and it's usually in the middle of dialogue. Yeah, yeah. And then I told the guy he could shove, and then you're like, what? Picture, shove picture, what? picture, picture. Oh you my know. God, I got like 10 pages of yeah. this. It's like the last picture is like a spoiler to the end of the book. You're yeah. Like, oh, crap, why did I see that? <laughs> which happened to me uh, already in one of... Uh, our future books. So another question. Um, I know we're not covering it next month, but like, um, would you guys, even if it wasn't on paper movies, would you guys be interested to read uh, Temple of Doom: The Last Crusade just from reading Raiders and Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? I would, I, I would read that. Well, I actually I, yeah. go ahead. I guess so because these novels are, they are different than the films most of the time. Mm-hmm. I would give. I think I would give that a shot. But did it come out in paperback? Because yes. I've only seen hard. It did. Yes, and it's still in print in paperback. 
Really? Yeah, I found Kingdom of the Crystal Skull like at the bookstore, and I was just like, "Well, I have the uh, some other you know Indiana Jones books." There, like I was thinking about just getting it, just like just you know, like, well, okay, it is part of the story, but you know, um, so I mean, if I'm if I ever come across it, I will probably get it. But I think Kingdom of the Crystal Skull has an audiobook version, doesn't it, yes, Jeremy? That's an unabridged audio book. See, but my thing is like before, like there's even you know like we've talked about, there's an expanded universe. Or mm-hmm. as we called it, what the Indiana Jones Adventures, which yeah. just many more books. And after reading this, I thought, like, man, that would be fun to get into. But then, like, you know, Adam, you mentioned, would you read the other two novels or other three novelizations? Um, I would rather read the novelizations first before I went off and did um, the expanded universe books because I would like to see how other people can write the Indiana Jones stuff. Yeah, yeah, so that way, if the other books aren't great, then you're like, well, at least I had those, you know. Right, and maybe maybe I could try one of the um, expanded universe books if I can find one. Maybe pick it up, read it, and see if it's worth investing in. Because um, you know, all these franchises they have so many books, and it's like I don't know if I should dive right into it. But Indiana Jones, man. Yeah, it's, it's just like I found these two at the bookstores, and I was just like so excited. I was just like, I mean, they look really, really good. I mean, like, and what's funny is that these are actually longer than the novelizations themselves. So, I mean, it's just like I'm actually looking at a book that's like almost 325 pages. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah. and Raiders was like 100, and, like what, 180? Yeah. I mean, mine was a little different because mine's a big in a bigger pay, print, format. but yeah, format. Um, but. Um, so on a scale of, are we going to do like a alphabet grading system or on a scale of one to 10? Like, what would you guys rate this? Uh, 4.7 out of five stars. Um, well, if we're doing that at a five star or we're we just doing our own individual, uh, you do your own. That's what we've done. I then. give it, I give this book an A. A. Because I can't give it an A plus because of the rapey stuff and the weird sexualized Belloc scenes. Yeah, it, it was just it was just not because like oh there's the geeks out complaining about the sexual stuff. It was weird and it didn't fit. Yeah, that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's I've read, right. I've read other books where it's like this makes sense. This is organic, and this it was like whoa. Jones, what are you doing? And then she's like, you know, you start to see the the feelings are starting to develop with Marion. Then she's captured, and she's like, oh, oh, I want this man. I need this man. And you're like, what? This villain that's got you captured that wants to kill you. His whole the, the guys outside want to kill you, and you want this guy in a weird way. What? Just weird. It was just weird to me. That's why he gets an A, not an A plus. <laughs> Your turn. <laughs> oh, I said I, I, I agree. A, you hey, know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, that puts us at the. Uh, we're just about at thirty-five minutes. So, I mean, I don't know how much. What else we can explore with this book? I mean, the book itself was like very short. Yeah. So I mean, like, but and I think we've covered like, like I was expecting like, uh, 
this week's episode to be a little shorter just because like, you know, like we said, Indiana, the Raiders was like a very short book. So, I mean, we, and we all read through it pretty quickly. So, um, I mean, yeah, I think, I mean, we covered pretty much most of like the topics that I felt like needed to be addressed. So, yeah. Can we announce the the rest of the year's uh, paper movies book clubs? There's actually a video that's coming out tomorrow. Yes. It's been scheduled. Uh, It releases around 10 a.m. Yeah, uh, it's going to cover the rest of the year what we've all picked out, so everybody can get a chance to uh, get on eBay, thrift books, whatever, wherever they get their books. Audible. From. Some of these you can get on Audible. Yeah. Yes. That, exactly. That's uh, you get the audiobook, rent the book from the library, get it on eBay, whatever. Uh, you can find these books. Although um, with next month's book club, we need I need to put a warning out there because I've already started it. But Adam, you uh, you say what you need to say. Well, I was going to say, yeah, we're going to try, you know, because, you know, we've been helping each other try to find the books that we've been trying to read as well. Like and like I know I got I found a copy for Matthew and Jeremy of one month that we're doing. So we're going to post links to where we're going to do our very best to post links to where, you know, you guys can find a copy. So, um, and like, even if it's like, like, Hey, you know, audible has, you know, this audio version of it. So go check that out. And, um, uh, also I was going to mention, we are planning to do a live stream watch along on this channel to Raiders of the lost Ark. And, you know, I thought it'd be kind of fun. You know, we can like look to say like, Oh, Hey, that was in the book. Or that wasn't in the book. Um, just uh, we'll, we're going to post when we're planning to do that. We're still trying to work that out. So, yeah, we're, uh, we'll are we be posting like when we're going to be doing the uh, Raiders uh, watch along. And I believe it's on Netflix. Like all th- four of them are on yes. Netflix. Yes, they are. So um, so it may it may just be me or Matthew may join. I know Jeremy said that you have a, a conflict this coming weekend. So but, yeah, uh, Backpedalers, my other podcast comes back yeah. Saturday. That's, That's right. Um, yeah, but. Uh, yeah, with the whole uh, movie watch along stuff, uh, we we do like watching along the film after we do the uh, the novel discussion. It's fun. Like we're gonna try to do that with each of the films that we uh, or novels that we the the paper movie after we reread it. We like to talk about it and then watch it. Um, can ahead. I uh, can I interject something there, Matthew? Yeah. Also, during the live stream watch alongs, like, yeah, we definitely want to know uh, what you guys think of the novelization. Like, normally on these discussions, we like, you know, just stay on topic and we uh, don't address, you know, the comments in the chat. Like, but we do want to know what you think. So, on the uh, live stream watch alongs, like, definitely, you know, say what you thought. And then, like, as we're watching, we'd be happy to discuss what, talk about what you guys thought about the books as well. Yeah, that'll be a full blown watch along hangout discussion. Um, and we've also talked, uh, we're going to work it out to where uh, getting questions gathered from you guys, like Q&A stuff, uh, when it comes to these books. Um, eventually in the future, we're going to work out those details and let you guys know, too, um, how we'll handle that stuff in the future. Because uh, we do want to know your opinions and all this stuff and uh, want to address those. Yeah, and uh, also stay updated with uh, on the Facebook page and on the, our YouTube channel because we're going to be posting updates about other stuff coming. So, yeah. That's right. There's also a Twitter account, Paper Movies. So uh, check us out on Twitter. Uh, the Novelization Book Club is fun. I enjoy this. It's a great escape from the other massive franchises that we uh, tend to sink into, such as you know Star Wars, uh, 
007 Predator Alien, uh, Adam comics for Adam and Harry Potter and um, all the other Batman stuff. So it's it's fun to get into these movies and explore um, what the original screenplay is usually like, because that's what most of these novelizations are based off of is the uh, screenplay. Yeah, Jeremy, didn't you say Raiders was like this, like there was hints of the original screenplay in this? Yeah, yeah like uh, the indie's alcoholism, mm-hmm. um, the uh, the womanizing mm. with uh, students. <laughs> yeah, he, this is, he had a student over at his house whenever his yeah. boss came over. Yeah, yeah. I, I brought that up earlier. That's I mean, funny. that's, that's yeah, that that. Yeah, that wasn't okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some weird stuff in this book, but but Campbell Black, I guess, or George Lucas, I guess, could be the blame for that. Yeah, weird That's stuff, but great read. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, can we announce next week, next month's paper movie? I got it next to me. Yes. Next month, I chose to read something a little bit different. Uh, TV show, but they made a movie based off the show. They made Jeremy sure. knows a little bit more about this um, than I do. Um, you got the X Files fight the future novelization. So this was a film, but it was based off the TV show because the TV show came first. Mm-hmm. So and then there's whole apparently a whole book series of X Files stuff too. But you know, paper movies. We're going to talk about the novelization of Fight the Future by Elizabeth Hand, author yep. of. Boba Fett books four through six. Oh, oh hey, yeah. Jeremy. Oh, hey, Jeremy, your favorite. It has pictures from the... <laughs> and I, know I like them, especially when they move. Um, yeah. There is a caveat with this. There's an easy way to get this if you're into the audiobooks. If you have Audible Plus, you get the this X-Files book free on there. It's missing the last five pages of the book in the audiobook. You are forewarned. You know what? Maybe if you hit us up on Twitter and the direct message, I could uh, snap pictures of the last five pages. I mean, if it's available in audiobook and they left that out, maybe you know, I'm not copying the whole book, but also the <laughs> audiobook really bad. I know I'm about an hour into it. <laughs> Actually, we should like we should be like have like a special uh, live stream where Matthew just reads the last last five <laughs> chapters. <laughs> Just like okay, and today on chapter five, <laughs> yeah, it's a short audiobook. It's a four-hour audiobook. It actually is a. It feels to me like I I started reading this um, when I got done with Raiders. I picked this one up, and uh, chapter four, Martin chapter four. So, nice. and I saw the pictures, and it ruined something for me. So. Oh yeah, you've not seen this before. Nope, I haven't seen it. That's the thing. I've I'm picking. Most of the stuff that I'm picking, clearly, uh, when you see what we're announcing for tomorrow, there are some things that I have seen. Um, but I try to pick things that I'm not too familiar with because I like experiencing these things for the first time. It's yeah. fun. Yeah, I uh, I didn't watch The Predator before, like until after I read it, and then I picked up on how. I'm so sorry. How, how bad it really was. I'm just. Like, <laughs> well, I have one closing statement. You go for it. Adam, you're you're pretty much forgiven for King of the Monsters. Thank you. <laughs> it's only because I 
got a couple of the books for our for our November read for you guys. I mean, the Raiders was just a breath of fresh air. It was. I enjoyed it. Um, I was actually surprised because I, I when you picked this one in my mind because I already had it. I have the three Indiana Jones books, and I thought, I guess I have it. But when I read it, I was like, okay, all right, that was fun. I enjoyed that. The there was uh i was gonna say like a little behind the scenes thing for you guys like i was actually intending to just be like oh okay i got my next three months picked out i'm just gonna do the indiana jones trilogy and then i think we had like a meeting and then matthew was like yeah i don't uh want to do like sequels to like books too much and everything like maybe every so often i'm just like dang it <laughs> yeah, superhero film like every month is a new superhero film i'm just like oh, i was like no <laughs> um there is a, uh, I will spoil, uh, like, uh, tease, there is a superhero film coming, uh, but I won't say what it is, so just be sure to check out for the update tomorrow. Oh yeah, guys, definitely check out the update tomorrow. Um, and share this channel. Yeah. Check out the podcast. We've got a uh, podcast that Jeremy uploads these uh, episodes to on Spotify. And Spotify, the iTunes Apple Podcast, uh, Google Play Music, and I think iHeartRadio. That's awesome. Nice. Uh, and you said you did mention that this episode is not going to be up, right? It won't be up till the weekend. Till the weekend. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. I need time right. to edit. That's good. It's fine. It's fun. <laughs> I, I enjoy this paper movies. It's a it's a nice escape from uh, the norm. You know. Yeah. Um. Well, I guess that's going to do it for uh, paper movies, episode four. Raiders of the Lost Ark. See? Yeah. yeah. So, guys, remember, pick up your copies of uh, X-Files, Fight the Future, and uh, stay tuned for a video update tomorrow. And we'll see you in the future. <laughs> Goodbye, well, thank, everybody. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. You guys have a great night. With MailChimp, you get more than a URL. You get an all-in-one marketing platform to help drive sales. With things like data-driven recommendations and powerful automation tools. Get started today at MailChimp.com slash smart marketing. MailChimp, built for growing businesses. Anyone can be ready for back to school. But with Staples Connect, you can be more than ready. Like, I got everything from my classroom and saved a ton ready. We've got more backpacks, more pins, and more supplies than you ever thought possible. So double knot your shoes, gas up the minivan, and smear war paint on your face. Staples has everything you need and more for the new school year. Let's do this! Just visit your nearest Staples store or go to staplesconnect.com for inspiration.